Hello and welcome to another episode of All the F's with Bex and this week with a guest. We've got Heather with us this week who is also a fitness and fat loss coach but Heather works specifically with shift workers and is a shift worker so I think I'm going to learn loads on this pod and uh, hopefully plenty of you listening in are going to get a few tips and tricks to help you kind of manage your fat loss and fitness goals whilst juggling shift work. How are you Heather? I'm good thanks, I'm good, how are you? Yeah, really, really good, glad to be recording, it's like not even work is it, just sitting chatting to your pals on a pod. I know, it's great. <laughs> um, do you want to just give like a quick introduction, kind of what your background is, who you work with? Yep, yep, I can, so hi guys, my name's Heather, um, like Bex says, I am a shift worker myself. I work as a radiographer in the NHS. Um, and I also am an online um, fat, fat loss and fitness coach. And yeah, um, my experience with shift. So I have worked um, in radiography since I graduated. So like 15 years now, which is really, really scary. Um, and I've did like my fair share of shifts and shift patterns as well. Um, so when we first started on shifts, we used to do um, 16 and a half hours. So we would work at half past four, well, we'd start at half four and we'd work all the way through to nine o'clock. Um, so those shifts were absolutely hellish. Brutal, oh my God. <laughs> Brutal, yeah, but we don't do them anymore. They're like against working time directive, like, obviously. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're working for so long. Um, so now I do, so we work, the way my shift pattern works is we do like an eight to eight day shift followed by an eight to eight night shift. Um, and then also do some like two to tens in there, some back shifts, so some four to midnights um, and nine to fives and also like long days as well. So sometimes could do like a couple of long days in a week. Um, so my shift pattern is pretty varied. Um, we don't have so there is structure to it like we do a day followed by a night but there's there's not structure like I don't work three nights in a row or three days in a row etc etc um which has pros and cons to it um like probably somebody's working like three nights in a row um and also I have two young kids as well so yeah there's um lots going on in my life <laughs> So next time somebody says to me when they work nine to five in the shipyard or something and says they're too busy, I'm going to be like, um, here's a link to a podcast <laughs> <laughs> about somebody who keeps in good shape, eats well, and has all of these plates to spin as well. It's crazy. It's very inspirational. Um, so what would you say kind of like the biggest challenges are for you with your own routine, with your health and your fitness when it comes to trying to juggle it with your shift work? Probably like for myself, it is like there's not a like there's not a lot of like specific structure. Like every week for me looks completely different, which I I'm okay with now. But before I used to fall into a lot of like all or nothing mentality with that. Like so the lack of structure would, would drive me to be like, well, there's no point in starting this week. So I'll just start next week. Um, or I can't fit in like my three workouts this week. So I'll just do none. Um, and to be honest, like it's actually been since having kids that that, that mindset is, is really changed because now I'm like, well, do you know what? I can, I can fit this in. I just have to be very deliberate with my time. So I plan like my full week out 
like every Sunday is spent like looking at my week and being like, right, well, what can I do? Um, where does this all fit in? What have the kids got on this week? What shifts am I working this week? Like, and so things are always going to change. So for a, like for for me, like being like right, I'm going to work out like Monday, Wednesday, Friday every single week. That just doesn't, it's just not practical for me. I can't do that. But accepting that and being like, right, well, I need to be flexible with this and being like, right, well, do you know what? Like Monday and Wednesday this week or Monday and Tuesday this week is when I work out and I have to do it after work. So I have to do it like when the kids are in bed. I don't like doing that, but that's just when it's going to get done because when I've planned everything out because of like whatever's going on, that's the only time I can do it. And it's important to me to get it done. So that's when I do it. So having like, my, my plan like a, a, my week planned and I don't know about you but a lot of folk when I say that to them like you need to you need to meticulously plan your week they're a bit like I don't like having that I like having a little bit of flexibility but yeah. trust me planning your week will give you more flexibility um so yeah. that really works for me and it stops me feeling like really stressed really overwhelmed really snappy with like the kids and my husband because I'm worrying about when things are going to get done like because I know things will get done like I might not enjoy doing them at a particular time but I know that I'll get them done um and that really helps me and knowing that every week is going to be a little bit different um but that's okay like as long as I can tick the non-negotiables and get them in like I'm quite happy with that yeah I was just gonna say I guess it kind of um very much depends on what your personal non-negotiables are because what you're saying about people being like oh you know I like the flexibility um I find that when people are vague with like, I'm going to do three workouts this week, full stop, it very rarely comes to fruition. Whereas when they're saying, I'm going to look at my diary and I'm going to commit to this as a non-negotiable, as as important as like one of your kids clubs that you're going to make sure they get to or, you know, going to work, whatever it is. If you look at your workouts or your nutrition, you know, whatever your goal is as a non-negotiable, you need to commit to it in your diary, don't you? Are on your little planner, whatever it is. So that is when it's going to fit in for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And like you say, like for me, like goals right now are more like health, longevity, um, setting a being a good like setting a good example to my kids and things like that. Like, so I think also knowing why you're doing it as well as and then setting those little non-negotiables uh, that are going to like fit in and get you a little bit closer um, really helps as well like for, for when the times where you're like oh I really can't be arsed today like you'll be like right well it's in the diary this is why I'm doing it like mm-hmm. and just ticking it off showing up doing what you can and I think as well, I mean, there's a bit of research to suggest that shift work, especially when it's like nights and stuff, it is impactful to your health, isn't it? You're not getting like your eight hours quality sleep. It can impact your mental health as well as your physical. So it's probably even more important for shift workers to take that time, isn't it? To make sure that they're doing everything they can to look after their physical and mental health, because then, you know, it's kind of counteracting some of the other things with the irregular sleep patterns and the stresses of shifts absolutely and I think like when you do a deep dive into the research and you look at like the impacts that shift work can have on your life like it is pretty scary Mm. they don't tell you that when you do shifts (laughs) Um, but like you say like that that's for me as well like so I know that that is uh I was going to say side effect but that's like a like a con of doing shifts um but 
you have a lot of power and you have a lot of control about the things you can do outside of your shifts that are going to help improve your life, your fitness, your health, in like physical and mental. And for me, I'm like, right, well, that's what I can control. Like, that's what I can focus on. Because I've heard like a lot of like coaches maybe say to people who work shifts, like, do you have to work shifts? Like, can you not just come off your shifts? But if you're saying to like, anybody in the healthcare profession like nurses radiographers doctors etc like they have to do shifts it's part of their job it's part of their role there's also like some people can't afford not to do shifts as well there's a big financial um, benefit of doing shifts so for somebody to say to somebody like oh like I think that you should just like try and come off your shifts like that's just not practical advice but what is practical is like what can you do around your shift because that's part of your lifestyle like what can you do to help improve like your health your well-being um so that you actually feel better on your shifts but you also feel better outside of your shifts and doing the stuff like with your kids or your family your partners like your friends like doing the stuff that you want to do as well like it brings you joy I think probably like when I think about shifts I imagine a main barrier is probably tiredness is it in terms of like lack of motivation to train because you're knackered because you've been on shift I don't know whether that's right in terms of like your client is is that what people come back and say how can you find the energy to do it yeah a lot of people say to me like I don't know where you get your energy from but it's actually moving and working out that's where you get your energy from like because movement as medicine it makes it gives you so much energy and yeah like so shifts are going to like they are going to have an impact like because if you are doing if you're working night shifts or back shifts and your sleep pattern is irregular and um like it's you just can't seem to get into like any sort of like routine with it like yes that is going to have an impact it is um but it's like what we were saying before like what can you do like so yes you might not be able to get eight hours of sleep a night every single night but what can you do to improve the quality of that sleep um like and what can you do in your day-to-day life and also when you're on shift to improve like the quality of your sleep so specifically on night shifts like are you spending your full night shift like guzzling coffees and, and monster because what's going to happen when you finish night shift is you're going to have all that caffeine in your system and you're probably not going to be able to fall asleep the following day. Like so, and then that's going to have an, a knock-on effect because when you got up that night, that, that the next day, like even if you're not on shift the next day, like what I'm, I'm not on shift that next day, but I still can get up after a night shift. And if I wanted to that night, I could I could work out um, and feel okay doing it, like feel pretty good doing it because the quality of sleep that I've had has been pretty good because I limit caffeine throughout the shift Mm. Um, so there's like little things little tweaks that you can do like you don't have to completely overhaul everything but there's just little tweaks you can do like on your shift and off your shift to help manage that tiredness and I guess as well like knowing the impacts that tiredness can have like when you're with your eating habits and stuff and when you're on shift like particular night shifts like when we sleep like that's when all these hormones regulate and you're not sleeping, you're not giving your hormones a chance to like to like reset and, and go and, and that that includes like your hunger hormones. So it's known that this is going to happen. Like you're not strange, you don't lack willpower. It's nothing to do with you, why you are feeling really, really hungry, like during a shift or after a shift. But how can we manage that? Like what can we do to help manage that? Yeah. And I was thinking that I was 
I'd been chatting to somebody recently who's also a shift worker, and I think she was saying, I think some of it is like the environment in terms of like everybody around you is bringing like quick hit high sugar foods in and, you know, tins of chocolates and everything all night. So she's like, you're on your own in the corner, you know, with your Tupperware while everybody else is like eating a load of shite around you all the time. It's really tempting constantly. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like practical tips for people who are listening to this, what would be like your top tips of how to start to take control a little bit of like health, fitness, well-being while being a shift worker? Um, well, like you say, your environment, like because you when you're on shift don't have a huge you don't have like a huge control of your environment. So if like my work, so I just I did my first night shift back off maternity on Monday and um yeah, like I forgot how much is <laughs> <laughs> actually like around about you on a night shift like and we had a there was a uh, department day out on Saturday so there was like a big massive buffet like everybody was boozing it was such a good day um but a lot of the leftovers get brought in so there was there was like cakes there was like little mini pies sausage rolls like sandwiches there was hundreds of stuff lying about and then everything that everybody else had been bringing in in shifts so there was like crisps jelly sweeties chocolate like it was it was everywhere and I was like Wow, I completely forgot about this. <laughs> like, not forgot. I knew that I knew that it happened, but I was like, I for, like, can I just put it to the back of my mind about how I'm going to go back on shift and it's going to be really easy not to eat these things. And then I was like in the depths of the night shift, like Tuesday morning, four o'clock, feeling like absolute crap, like so uh-huh. tired. Um, and I was like, it was so tempting. So I get it. Like I get how tempting it can be just to have that, just to have that quick sugar hit. Because that's again what your body is craving. Your body wants that. That's what it wants for to give you the energy to get through that next part of your shift. Um, but what I would think about is like having bringing your own healthier alternatives in, having a chat with the people who you're on shift with, and like guys, like this is what I don't even know how to like. I hate when. You don't have to tell everybody what your goals are, but you can maybe be like, I'm just kind of looking after my health just now. Like, do you want to maybe think about having some healthier alternatives? Can we bring can we bring some like nice protein yogurts in and some fruit and nice granola like to have on shift instead of bringing like crap in? Like not everybody is going to be on board with that and you have to respect other people. Um, but at the same time, like they have to respect you and like you can have these healthier alternatives in. Something I used to bring in quite a lot when I was on shift was then popcorn. Because I just felt like that was like a healthier alternative, but you were still getting a little bit of something like sweet and tasty. Um, and yeah, so I think just having, although you don't have a lot of control over the environment, there are little tweaks you can do um, like to help reduce in like the temptation. So like it's it's not lack of willpower, but you know, when this stuff's in front of you like, and you are really, really tired, like... You, you're human it's it's going to happen like you are there's no to- discipline for that is so like you think because you've got your goals when you're not tired you're really clear on what your goals are and what you want and why you want them as soon as like you say your hunger hormones peaking and you're knackered and you've got hours ahead of you and everybody's around you eating it it's gonna take some serious like steely determination to not be dipping into that so I think people who just think oh I just lack willpower it's really not that simple is it when the level of temptations around you like that no and like you say like when you are like 
you've had a full night's sleep and you've got a rational head on you um and you're not you don't have to make important decisions as well like <laughs> on a shift with no sleep and like yeah no energy like it, it's it's so so tempting and so easy to do it so if you could have like healthier alternatives or just like putting stuff in a cupboard or just putting stuff something out of sight so that you're not like walking past and just like automatically grabbing something like that could be an option something that I do that really really helps me is I actually try and fast between 12 and 6 on a shift on a night shift Mm -hmm. because for me it just it really helps um reduce a lot of the negative things that I were getting from shifts so like I used to leave a shift in the morning with the the sorest stomach um and I used to literally fart my way to the car like I know that's disgusting but I'd be like really hoping there was nobody behind me because the, the stomach pain I had was so so sore but it's because I was like I was grazing and eating throughout the shift and actually when I stopped um stopped eating like that really really helped me it helped me get a better sleep the next morning um and it reduced a lot of the stomach pain and stomach cramps that I was getting um and it just helped me feel a lot better while I was on shift it also took a lot of the like the decision fatigue away so if I kind of had that like so it was like I hate saying a food it it wasn't really like a food rule because I hate saying rules because Mm. Like, I don't think you can be, like, 100% strict on something. But if I was, like, being like, this is what I'm going to try and do on this shift. It's a little guideline because I know how much better it makes me feel. I'm just going to not have anything to eat between, like, 12 and 6. And then it would be, like, so if the stuff was out there in front of me, I'd be like, right, well, this is this is the guideline. This is what I'm doing. Like, so there wasn't the, the that internal battle being, like, just have one. We don't have one. It's, like... Mm you know you're, you've got a fat loss goal you've got a health goal like and it be like oh it looks really good and some other somebody offers you something like and you're constantly going through that decision in your head you're like yes no yes no yes no like mm-hmm. that's exhausting as well <laughs> um so for me like that really worked and it's I did it on Monday night there so it didn't work out perfectly because we were really busy up until about 1am and then we had a little bit of a lull so I had some like, protein yogurt with some berries and granola about one and then I actually didn't have anything to eat until seven o'clock and I had my breakfast before I went home. And there was a part of that shift that was hellish. So about between four and five when I was really, really, really tired um, and really wanted to grab something. But I pushed through it and I was like, no, it's not going to make me feel better in the long run. And I was like, how am I going to feel tomorrow? Like, I'm not going to feel any better by doing that. Um, pushed through it and I did feel so much, so much better for it. Um, so that's something as well like people it's all about trial and error I think with everything yeah. to do with like health and fitness like it's about trying things and seeing if they work for you because what works for me is not going to work for some of my clients it's not going to work for other people who are on different shift patterns um but it's it is about like having an open mind and trying it and not just hearing me say that and be like oh there's absolutely no way that I couldn't eat between 12 and 6 like as like could you try it and see how you feel um I think it makes a lot of sense in this situation that you know when you are having that temptation to think oh I'll just have one or I'll just this to have that clear boundary for yourself um especially when you're seeing that positive impact of it but like you say it is very personal but I think there's a lot to be said for like trying things and then maybe if it's not for you you reintroduce it don't you so I had a chat this week with somebody who is 
basically struggling to kind of manage their alcohol consumption. So we were chatting and I said, maybe try going teetotal, you know, rather than try to cut down or this, that and the other, because she tries to cut down and then she gets talked into doing whatever or gets in the vat. And I said, just try cutting it out. And then you're going out and your answer is, no, I'm not drinking alcohol at all. And I was like, it's not forever. See how you feel about it. In a few weeks, you might want to reintroduce it. But, you know, if something's causing you um, to not be on track with your goals, like not being able to manage your eating on shift. And to me, it makes quite logical sense to go, right, let's try and just put some little barriers in here and then see how we feel after it. I think that's like a really good tip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think if it's something that you can completely stop or cut out like that, like so if grazing on a shift is causing you to overeat or go over consume your calories um, or it's like you're coming out your deficit or if it actually is impacting like how you're feeling like having these like these like what you say like these barriers these boundaries and also like when you start to do that you start to build up confidence you start to be like yeah I can actually do this like and then that's going to that's going to like overspill into other areas of your life as well because if you find something really really tough but challenge yourself to do it and actually complete it. You might be like thinking, well, what, what else can I do? Like, and then, it, then you start to build confidence in other areas of your life. Mm. So kind of like to sum up what you've said so far, I've got having like creating your own structure when you haven't got a lot of structure in terms of I'm going to train on these days at these times. It might be different every week. But if you sit down and say, that's how it is. Are you the same with your meals? Do you plan your meals? I plan mine on a Sunday, like for the week. Mm, I do, yeah. I plan. So I'm I'm kind of a creature of habit. I like to have like the same breakfast, similar lunches. Um, but I'll always have a little plan for dinners. Um, just, yeah, because it's, it's also a lot easier with the kids as well. Because I'm not like on that day, like somebody's hangry and it's been like, what are we having for dinner? Oh, I'm actually not sure. What have I got? Oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I like to have everything planned out. Yeah. Decision fatigue again. Like you say, that's when you make the choices that don't serve you, isn't it? When you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so planning in your workouts, giving yourself a bit of structure, um, the same with your food and then taking things in that, you know, are going to serve you better than all the shite that's around you. Um, probably high protein stuff that's going to keep you feeling fuller throughout your shift. Um, and like you say, that little fasting tip is probably a really good one for people to at least have a go at if they feel like it's the grazing's holding them back. Anything else that you're thinking is something that's like a non-negotiable for you? Um, also, for well, for me, it's hydration as well. Like, and... I just feel, I know a lot of people are like, you don't have to worry too much about your water intake and things, but I think people could always drink more. And I think especially like throughout your shift, I think a lot for me, and I notice a a big increase in cravings um, when I've not drank enough water. So that's like, that's a real big non-negotiable. Like if I'm going in for shift, like I've got like a 1.5 litre bottle and I'm probably filling out twice, like regardless of like whether it's day shift or night shift. Um, that's something that that really, really helps me. Yeah. Um, and probably, I guess, when you can prioritise sleep, it's to do that, isn't it? To make sure that when you've got those opportunities in your week to get good sleep, you are prioritising it because... It's sort of similar to like when I deal with new mums and I say, right, so you can't have perfect sleep. We get that. But could you go to bed instead of calling me time 
sitting scrolling on social media till 11 o'clock once the kids like if the kids are go to bed go to bed with them go to sleep and, but I know a lot of people say oh you know downtime it's probably the same off shifts where it's like well now I've got a night to do whatever I want with it but if your goal is health fat loss you need to prioritize your sleep don't you when you can above all the other downtime things a hundred percent like and I'm just sitting here like laughing and nodding along because I've got both sides like and it's I a hundred percent understand how difficult it can be to go to your bed like at half eight like nine o'clock with like not just difficult for me I live for that shit I'm like Jarvis on by nine at the latest <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm like uh last night for example like I fell asleep putting Archie down and I came down the stairs at half eight and I, you know, I was so so mad because it's like that I've missed that wee bit of time that just a little <laughs> bit of time for me um and like so that's the thing like so you but like you say like you think it's it's quality me time but as a like we were chatting before about social media and like I was getting, I, I was falling deep into like scroll holes and that was my me time, but it was just making me feel like shit. And then I would, I would stop and be like, I'm so mad that I've spent the past like hour and a half and sitting beside my husband on social media, like, so it's not quality time. It's not quality me time. Like you can, like you might say that it is, but is it really like, like you say, like what would benefit you the most? Would it be? Is it scrolling on social media or is it getting to your bed a little bit earlier? Like, and if you are a shift worker, like, and a mum, like, there's always going to be stuff that you need to do. There's always going to be housework that needs to be done. There's always going to be, like, stuff that you need to, to do. But I would get really good at, like, being okay with still having things to tick off and this is something that I find really difficult as well especially having the business like there's always stuff that you need to do but you have to be okay with leaving it some nights and being like I need to get to my bed um because it is going to help you so much better in the long run rather than like ticking off like getting the housework done like doing this doing that like that it can wait it can wait till the next day like maybe prioritize like prepping your breakfast and lunch for the following day but like leave it at that and then go to bed like um and another thing that I didn't mention which is like if you're not if you're a shift worker and you do night shifts and you don't have blackout blinds blackout curtains like you need to invest in them like I've got blinds and curtains um eye masks ear plugs like yeah all these things are going to help with the quality of your sleep the following day as well but yeah you need to you need to start prioritizing like your sleep quality um and even if you don't have a lot of control of the quantity like just like um making sure that like the quality of that sleep is the best that you possibly can like that is in your control yeah i think people probably just in general don't understand today like how integral sleep is for absolutely everything like whenever you're asked about any sort of like health goals fat loss whatever you've got your basics you know your calorie deficit your protein but I'm like underpinning all of that is sleep if you can prioritize it and like you said it might not be quantity because you're a mum because you're a shift worker but if you can prioritize the quality of your sleep everything else just starts to fall into place 
you're feeling more energetic you're, you know you're making better decisions about food you've got a little bit more energy to train or get your steps in but it's just a little domino effect isn't it you can just start to go right I'm going to spend a little bit less time on my phone or you know a little bit less time watching tv and get to bed half an hour earlier can have such a huge impact on everything yeah absolutely and also like for some people having like a little bit of a wind down routine and I say like wind down routine for like particularly for shift workers because you can do this wind down routine regardless of the shift that you're on um and it doesn't have to be long or complicated like mine's is like shower skincare journal book bed kind of thing like but I can do that regardless of the shift that I'm on. So I can come in at like 8 a.m., go through that. And it's just a wee signal to my body, like that it's time to, it's time to like switch off, it's time to go down, like to to dysregulate, it's time to go to sleep. Um so if you are a shift worker, like that's something that could really help as well if you're struggling with like sleep. Because a lot of people do struggle the following day to actually switch off and to go to sleep, especially if you've had like a really busy night. Um so sometimes just having like these little like like routines and stuff yeah. that and like you're saying about reducing the caffeine and the amount of stimulants and sugars you're having on your shift but also I think it's pretty common that people get in from night shift and can wind down with like a beer or a glass of wine can't they mm. that is not going to have any positive impact on your sleep you might think oh when I've had a drink I'll go off to sleep easier but in terms of like your sleep quality it is crazy the difference when you've got alcohol in your system so it's yeah. literally doing you no positive favors is it if that's using that as part of your wind down yeah, even just like one one glass or one beer is it can impact your sleep as well, which is yeah, it's it's scary. Like if anybody's interested in sleep and like the the positives and negative impacts, like if you've if you've got um if you listen to podcasts, so Matthew Walker, who's like the sleep expert, he did a really so I've got his book and I've listened to his book, um, but he did a really amazing podcast one is with Joe Rogan so it's a typical Joe Rogan podcast I think it's about three hours long um but there's loads of stuff in that it's, it it was out a few years ago I think it was like maybe like 2016 2017 so uh, I don't know you should be able to still get it like is that the good the guy who invented woo the little woo band I'm not sure if that if it was him I don't know I listened to what I listened to what a sleep expert on diary of a CEO, so I didn't know if it was the same guy. Well, um, I was going to say that he's did he's did one recently on diary of CEO. Uh, so. I think he could be something to do with Whoop because Whoop's ah. one for them, yeah. And Whoop tracks your sleep and everything, doesn't it? So I think yes. there's a connection. Um, so I'm not going to take any more of your time. Um, I really appreciate it. I know you've got so much going on. Um, <laughs> if I take nothing else from this, I'm like, I'm never saying I'm too busy again in my <laughs> life. That's never going to be an excuse for me. Um, so where can people find you? Because in terms of like referrals, if anybody came to me and said they were a shift worker, I'd be saying go to Heather because... <laughs> You know, I get to go to bed at nine o'clock with my pajamas on, so I'm not the best person to coach you. So where can people find you? Um, so best places on Instagram. So my handle is heather.moffat.fitness. Um, and I'm happy to answer like any questions. Yeah, anybody who's got any like shift work struggles, like if I can help in any way. Yeah, and also them. your coaching, you've got like a little community, haven't you? Well, everybody's a shift worker. So if you're going into your work environment and not feeling particularly sort of supported by that environment, I imagine being part of that is super useful. Other people are in exactly the same position as you. 
Yeah, absolutely. And like people are like sharing recipes, like sharing tips. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's a really nice group um, holding everybody accountable and supporting each other as well, because it can be tough. Like I have been in situations sometimes on shifts where like um, people are like don't really understand or like trying like getting you or like saying oh just have this or just like here's some stuff out here and, and things and it's it can you can it can be a lonely place sometimes um if you are the only person on shift that does have like a health and fitness goal um so yeah it's, it's nice to have other people around you like so you can like bounce off of them like learn vent like yeah it's it's just it's a lovely little group oh thank you so much for giving us your time today you're very very welcome thanks for having me it's been great well, this is going to be out a week on Sunday. So I'll tag you in it. I'll pop your details in the show notes. And I'm sure loads of people are going to get lots of helpful tips from it. So thanks so much. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs>